0: Hello there! Hello my Carmen Electras! This is your Don Giovanni Daredevil, Matthew Sanborn Smith, and his Rigoletto Ringmaster podcast, Beware the Hairy Mango. Today's story is all about being a small fish and finding the smallest pond available so you can push all those little pond people around. If you're all out of chamomile tea, maybe you can fake out your little pond people, who have no taste anyway, with a cup full of the smallest possible pond of bargain substitute, Camelittle! Have a Little by Matthew Sanborn Smith. The stories of yore often ignore Sir Lancelot's younger brother, as do the stories of my, as did nearly everyone else. It certainly didn't help that he was named Lance a little, especially during such pro lancing times. He preferred the Horseman's Pick, a long spiked Warhammer which looked pretty badass, but when he tried going by the name Pick-a-Lot, he realized no one ever listened to him because they were always staring at his nose. While his big brother became a legend and got it on with a queen, Lance a little was so ignored he couldn't even pay people to wipe with him, which was sort of a shame because he was into that. He decided he'd never be able to compete with his big bro and left Camelot to find his own path. As luck would have it, he found the kingdom of Camelittle. But it wasn't like he could just strut on in. He had to fight the night guard on duty, Sir Galahadant. They argued for hours about the way a proper knight would kill a macaroni monster. Galahadant declared it should be covered in melted cheese. Lancelittle countered it should be covered in melted cheese and breadcrumbs. In the end, neither of them cared anymore and decided they should eat more vegetables, and then Lancelittle strutted right into his new land. Luckily, Galahadon was off duty because no one else ever wanted to come to Camelittle, so he showed Lance a little around and introduced him to his bosses, King Actuarial and the Knights of the Mortality Table. The knights all enjoyed a good picking every now and again, so they hired him and taught him their ways. Lance a little was amazed to discover that they never killed their enemies. They just calculated the odds of their enemies living through the year, given their age at the time. You'd be amazed at how many people didn't want to sit down and talk insurance. Camelittle was jerk-free. Except for less dread who was Actuarial's legitimate ill son. Lestred took great delight in coughing all over people hundreds of years before the local pharmacy opened. The king had to use all of his nights and all of his days readjusting his mortality tables. Since everyone was too busy dealing with the plague to talk insurance, the biggest jerk of them all entered the kingdom, Lancelot. Lancelot wasn't even aware his brother was in town until he heard everyone go, Ooh. Ooh. Ooh and turned around to see him. Heard you were a big shot in this little dump, Lancelot said. I'd say your head's getting too big, it's in need of a good lancing. In truth, Lancelot's head had gotten a little big, but since it was so tiny before it was kinda normal size now. The only lancing you'll be doing is in Michigan, he said. That uh that sounds like it should be funny, but it doesn't really make any sense, Lancelot said. Not even as a pun. Aha! Lance a little screamed and hit his brother squarely in the nose with his horseman's pick. You picked my nose! Lancelot shouted, but to everyone's surprise, it was a shout of glee, for Lancelot had always been too prim and proper to pick his own nose, even in private, and because of that, snot had been accumulating and hardening inside of him since the day he was born. When Lancelot brought back his pick, he pulled along with it a huge sinus-shaped mineral deposit of booger. Lancelot sucked a breath through his nose like he'd just been dragged from the water. Then he began a coughing fit because everyone smelled a lot worse back then. Would you do my other nostril? He begged, once the coughing had subsided. Not until you say it, Lance the Little said. All right, all right. Everyone, Lance the Little rules and Lance a Lot drools. And legend has it, whoever can remove that horseman's pick from the two mucus stones will become the Princess of Wales. <laughs> If this story stoned your sword, you can yank it and those of other calibers at the URL of the packed nostril, BewareTheHairyMango.com. Zip line sluggishly in the comments for this post or Steve Perry mail me and we'll discuss stopping believing together at Matthew at the or O'Sherry at the Mango at gmail.com, but from what I hear, she hates being owed. Whenever we're up for a little eight-legged love and can't find three friends, the SF and SF signal stands for scorpion feelings, which for some reason are always ones of agonizing pain. If only they weren't so pinchy and stabby. In that way, they're exactly the like preschoolers. I've begged the sfsignal.com community to move the offices out of Texas, or at least move them out of that scorpion pit. Why does it always have to be a pit? Why can't we have a scorpion lanai? Tweet the track trackmate that everyone is running to follow me at twitter.com slash upwithgravity and they're all passing me because I'm walking so I could really use your support instead, especially because you screwed up so bad with a track me. I didn't even know they gave out a sheet metal. Enjoy a fungible internet experience by scrolling endfully through bewarethehairymango.tumblr.com where you'll find the same crap as everywhere else but with the mango's name on it, which means quality. Not good quality, but... Just some sort of quality. You know, this is your last May ever to donate money in support of Mucho Mango Mayo, so you should probably just give me as much as you can afford. I'll consider it a goodwill gesture for all of the Muchos that will never be. Shit, I should have been begging for money from non-Mango fans all this time in exchange for ending this show. No offense, you guys, but those people way outnumber you. This podcast lurks menacingly near the overfull dumpster behind the back of a scratch and sniff pet store, looking to score free samples and rub them vigorously all over its naked body in the hopes that the person it's sweet on really digs the scent of puppy kitten guinea gold, fish pig, and it can look forward to a rather intimate sniffing later tonight, but only if it doesn't smell like it's over-up Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Share Like 4.0 International License. Until your tiniest onions ruin Thanksgiving dinner, and you never know if your guests are referring to you or your food when they talk about that chive turkey, this will enter a back alley lottery to become Matthew Sanborn Smith and remind you it takes a village people to raise a macho man. Good night.